Welcome to the Brandmaster Podcast, show specialized in helping branding professionals and entrepreneurs to build brands using strategy, psychology, and creative thinking. This episode originally aired on the Brandmaster Academy YouTube channel, which you can find by searching Brandmaster Academy on YouTube. What's up, brand builders? Stephen Horahan here or brandmasteracademy.com. And in this video, you're gonna learn what brand assets are and how to design yours with top examples. So you can create tools of visual, verbal, and audible influence to plant your brand in the psyche of your perfect buyers. Now, brand assets are vital when it comes to brand building. And they are the distinct, often visual, but sometimes verbal and audible cues that can help consumers to identify the brand and the related experience. So Nike's swoosh, Netflix's jingle, Apple's logo, or Coke's contour bottle. These are all examples of brand assets that when seen immediately relate to the company's brand and the experiences in the audience mind related to that brand. And they all in some way create associations to the brand and the brand experience. And in this way, they are effectively ever-present marketing campaigns that consistently reinforce the brand's uniqueness, even when the audience is not actively engaging with the brand. And this guide will explain brand assets and how to leverage them, and we'll also explore a few classic examples as well. So what exactly are brand assets? Well, a brand asset is a resource that reflects the brand visually, verbally, or audibly. So brand assets are the collection of elements the brand uses to express itself in the market. And they are the immediately recognizable features of that brand. And the fact that they are recognizable is what makes them a valuable asset. If a consumer can quickly identify a brand through its brand assets, it helps that brand to stand out from its competitors and to be remembered in that critical buying decision. For example, if a brand name or a jingle or a color palette or an image brings back the experiences, the associations or the meaning that that brand has to that audience, then the brand assets are doing their job. Since effective branding is about building the desired brand perception in the audience's mind, brand assets are immensely valuable tools in a brand strategist's arsenal. Brand assets include the likes of the brand name, the logo, color palette, a slogan or tagline, songs, sounds, or jingles, a certain typeface or typography, a mascot, or a distinctive brand voice or even packaging. If you were to think of your favorite brand, for example, you could probably see how they utilize a combination of brand assets to build a distinct, consistent, and immediately identifiable brand identity. Okay, so let's play a game. I'm thinking of a brand at the moment. I'm not gonna give you the name, but I will give you some of the brand assets and see if you can guess the brand. The logo consists of golden arches. The color palette is red and yellow. The tagline is, I'm loving it. And for a bonus jingle, <laughs> of course, the brand is McDonald's. But I did not mention the name McDonald's. I simply gave you the brand assets. And because those brand assets have stuck in your memory, you're able to recall that brand. And this is the value of brand assets. If you're able to create 
those assets that relate back to the strategy, the feelings that you want to evoke, the experience that you want to give your audience, and use them consistently at every single touch point, those assets become hooks that land in the memory of your audience, making it easier to recall your brand. And if it's easier to recall your brand, then it's easier to buy and adopt your brand. So that's all well and good, me giving you some McDonald's brand assets, but in the real world, how do we go about developing these brand assets? How do we go about mobilizing these brand assets and helping our audience to remember our brand through those assets? But no matter the size of the company, the size of the brand, there are methods to follow to maximize the value of brand assets and to extend the reach and efficacy of your marketing efforts. Number one is easy access. Now, you need to store brand assets in a place where they can be easily found and used. Anybody who needs to incorporate brand assets needs access to those brand assets. So internal team members, external partners, designers, and other stakeholders. Remember that the brand needs to be consistent across all consumer touch points. So the number of people using, say, the brand logo will go far beyond just the social media team creating an ad. Number two is clear brand guidelines. There's no use sharing access to a load of assets if people go off and use those assets however they wish. Create rules or best practices for people to follow. And these brand guidelines ensure the consistent use of your brand assets in a way that makes sense to the audience and builds that recognition over time. Many brand strategists even create templates for social media posts or company emails to protect the consistency of the brand. Store these brand guidelines somewhere visible and easily accessible so that people can refer to them regularly. And number three, monitor and optimize. So as your brand personnel go out and use these brand assets, it's important to monitor how they're being used and how that comes across. As you'll remember, there are many different assets from the logo to the jingle, to the tagline, to the patterns or color palette, the typography being used. So it's really important to make sure that all of these assets are working together. And as you monitor how these are being used, you should be able to see opportunities to optimize these assets and improve the overall brand experience. So let's look at some different types of brand assets. Now, brand assets have evolved somewhat in the advent of the digital media space. Digital asset management is an extra added element to a brand manager's role over the last two decades, because before that, you didn't really have as many touch points. You didn't really have as much need for flexible collateral. So there's a lot more collateral now, a lot more assets being used. So management of those assets is hugely important. And because the library of assets are growing these days, we can further break down these assets into their own individual categories. So social media brand assets. Let's take the simplified definition of a brand asset as anything that helps the consumer to recognize the brand and by extension, recall that brand experience. In that case, social media brand assets are aspects of social media activity that are unique to your brand, to the brand that you're using. Any asset that you use within social media can be categorized as a social media brand asset. These could be hashtags, reels, images, the tone of voice that you use for a given channel, particular use of color, or any other distinguishing feature that resonates with the audience through the channel that you're using. 
Next up are website assets. So if a web designer is updating your website regularly, you want those website assets easily available to them. So again, the logo, the color palette, the typography, illustrations, maybe some unique call to action buttons. Apple's dynamic product pages are a great example of how slick, sleek web design elements can reflect the brand's identity. When we're on those product pages, we really feel the simplicity and the attributes that Apple wants us to feel as we experience their website. So let's dive a bit deeper into some brand asset examples, starting with Nike's swoosh logo. Now, Nike is one of those unique brands that are able to have their logo standalone without any kind of name supporting it. And there are very few brands that can do that. Apple is one, Nike is another, but there aren't many brands out there that are able to put their logo front and center without any supporting text at all, without the supporting name, and allow that to be the single element that helps us to recall that brand. But that's exactly what the Nike swoosh is. That brand asset is so valuable. And funnily enough, the owner, Phil Knight, didn't actually like the logo when it was first designed by a student designer for $35 back in the late 60s, early 70s, or something along those lines. But now it has become probably the most iconic alongside Apple's logo the most iconic logo in the world today and easily recognizable that helps us to recall the Nike brand experience as a whole. The next example of a brand asset is Lush with their unique typography. Now Lush has built a reputation as a brand that's forward thinking, innovative, and with a really personal touch as well. And that's why it's chosen the font that it has as their logo. And it really brings to mind that human element, that hand crafted element to the brand. And it is immediately distinctive and bold and really stands out in the marketplace and really helps us to recall what the brand is all about with their human touch. The next example of a brand asset is Netflix with their jingle at the beginning of every single thing that you watch on the platform. Now, this is an ingenious asset that they have created because when we sit down to watch a movie or to watch our favorite show, we're full of these positive feelings because it's the moment for us at the end of the day when we sit down and we're sitting down to unwind and you know we might get excited about our favorite show we might have emotions throughout the show but when we sit down and we hear that iconic jingle it brings to mind all of those positive emotions and that's why it has become such a valuable asset to Netflix they've got it there front and center at the beginning of every single show and it helps to associate the brand with all of those positive feelings. The next example of a brand asset is actually a packaging asset. And you don't tend to think of brand assets as packaging. They tend to be these visual assets that we use online. But Coca-Cola's Contour Bottle is a perfect example of how packaging can become a brand asset. Now, Coke released their iconic contour bottle back in 1915, can you believe? And the unique shape of the bottle wasn't by accident, it was by design from an actual creative brief that aimed to distinguish the Coke bottles from all other bottles. And the brief actually included the fact that they wanted the bottle to be recognizable in the dark or even if it was broken as well. And now 100 years on, we all see that Coke bottle as this unique shape that is associated with Coke and all the feelings that you have from that Coke. And even me to this day, I still remember back in the 80s drinking Coke from that classic glass bottle way back when. And 
for me, it still tastes better from that bottle. I know that it's all psychological, but for me, when I drink Coke out of that glass bottle, it just tastes better than from the plastic bottle. So that's a way to understand how brand assets can sit in your mind and create these perceptions about a brand and help you to really involve yourself and to, to adopt and to associate positive memories with the overall brand experience. And then we have the Dollar Shave Club tagline. Now, Dollar Shave Club burst onto the scene in 2012 with a unique subscription package and a cheeky ad that became a viral sensation. Their shave time, shave money tagline has become a distinctly recognizable brand asset loaded with the same cheeky brand personality attributes, which has been clearly defined in the brand's strategy. So if you have your hand in building brands, then remember this. Brand assets are a highly valuable tool to create memorability, recognition, recall, and ultimately salience. Design them from strategy, use them consistently, and give your brand a chance to be considered in the buying decision. We really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to learn more brand strategy techniques to level up your skills, make sure you check out brandmasteracademy.com. There's plenty of free resources and premium content for you to download and get you going. If you'd like to join our Facebook group full of like-minded brand strategists all learning from each other, then find us by searching for the Brand Strategy Community where you can find exclusive content for members as well. If you enjoyed this content, please be sure to give us an honest review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listened. And make sure you tune in for the next episode of the Brand Master Podcast.